right. What's the halacha on Shabbos when you make the bracha of Amotzi? At what point do you take the uh, covering off the chal? Oh, the, the, I saw here and here. I saw so, people they keep it. I saw people taking it out. I'm taking it out. Well, you have to cut the bread, no? So do you keep the cover on till after bracha b'motzi? When you hold it, do you do you do you still keep it on? Do you um, take that? Do you uh, or let's ask another question? When you have a lot of people at your meal, and everyone has a chal in front of them, does every chal have to be covered? When when you have um, you're in shul and you're not making um, uh, hamotzi and all the chalas in the shul, you have a few chalas and there are many other chalas on the table. Do you make this cover? Everyone has to cover their chalas when you're making kiddush. How does it work? Mm-hmm. And what about if um, what about if you're not having chala at all? You're just having cake. You have to cover the chalas too. Or only cover the cake. We cover all the cake. How does it work? So I saw an incredible class today by Rabbi Meir Ashkenazi, the Rabbi Karchavar, and he discusses a very, very fascinating class. Is Rabbi, Rabbi, the previous Rabbi's son. Yeah. Very, there's a whole dynasty of, of, of uh, Ashkenazi Rabbanim. Yeah. His father passed away on the 24th day of Tevis. His grandfather, and he started, so he, so he started his job, Langazund, on the 24th day of Tevis. His grandfather passed away on the 24th day of Tevis. So his father started that day job then as well, and three generations all of twenty fourth of Tevis. Three generations. Anyways, so amazing class. So basically, what he explains like this: there are three reasons why we cover the chal. Reason number one, or is because we want to, um, we used to cover the chala, is because in the time of the Talmud, they had these little tables they would keep in the kitchen, let's say. And when it came to the time of the meal, they would bring the little tables out to the Shabbos meal. So it looked like you brought the meal out in honor of Shabbos. So, so after you make Kiddush, after you connect with Shabbos, you celebrate Shabbos, then you bring these little tables out to show we are celebrating, show that these tables, the, and these food on the table is here in honor of Shabbos. Nowadays we have big tables. We don't have little tables in the kitchen. We have everything on the table. So in order to show that this challah, is here for the honor of Shabbos, we cover it during a Kiddush in order to highlight that we're bringing, it's, it's as if it wasn't here before, and now it's here. And why is it here? It's here in honor of Shabbos. That's the purpose of covering it in order to, so to, in order to like highlight the why is this here, it's honor of Shabbos. The halacha is, supposed to put the chal, it's supposed to prepare for Shabbos, put the chal on the table before Shabbos starts. And so in order to show that this is here for the sake of Shabbos, since we mentioned in Kiddush the celebration of Shabbos, we keep it covered until, until the Kiddush is over. That's one reason given. A second reason that's given is, the halacha is that when you um, have uh, a, a bracha to say, there's an order for which bracha goes first. And uh, the order is, Mezeines, uh, Hagafen, what's next? Maga Eish, Mezenis, Agafen, Ha'eitz, Adam, Shahakal. And so here, you are ignoring the bread. You're not seeing a bracha on the bread. You're seeing a bracha on the wine before the bread. So in order to protect the honor of the bread, 
We carpet the bread. We don't want to shame the bread. Right. Like the famous joke about Yankel who yells at his wife because how dare she not know he's supposed to cover the bread. So he, he embarrasses his wife. But anyways, it's not such a funny joke. It happens, unfortunately, these kind of things. So people, don't, people like, are careful of the halacha. They don't know the meaning of the halacha. And, and of course, the halacha is telling us how careful if you honor honoring other people. Anyways, so, so why is the chal embarrassed? Seemingly, the chal shouldn't be embarrassed. Why shouldn't the chal be embarrassed? Because you're not allowed to eat before Kiddush. It's not how to eat before Kiddush. So the chal is not, you can't eat it. It's not, it's not like you're, you're ignoring the chal. You can't eat it before, before me Kiddush. The truth is that by Havdalah also, the same Allah applies. Havdalah also, being Havdalah, and there's cookies on the table. You have to cover the cookies because, because you're, you're making Havdalah and you're, you're making a bracha agafin before the bracha mazenis. Um, but by Havdalah, um, it's impossible. Kiddush is a little worse than Havdalah. Because by Havdalah, um, you cannot make Havdalah on bread. You could make Kiddush on bread. So here you're deliberately not making Kiddush on the bread, which is this is technically kosher to be used for Kiddush. And you're ignoring it all the whole week. The bread is king. And now the bread is ignored. And therefore, in order to protect the honor of the bread, um, the, 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 you're protecting the honor of the bread. Why can't we make Kiddush on the bread? That's, that's a question. Why don't we make Kiddush on the bread? And that's why. Yet you can't eat before Kiddush. But that itself is a problem. Why are you Kiddush on the wine, not on the bread? And it's not, and you really could. In other words, by Abdullah, you can make Abdullah on, on the bread. But here you could, and you're not. So it's, it's, and it's kosher. If you, if you don't have wine, you can make Kiddush on bread. And here you're not making Kiddush on bread. And so the question is, why aren't you? So in order to protect the honor of, of the bread, we cover the bread. There's a third reason that's given. The third reason that's given is that um, when Hashem gave us the mon, the mon had dew on the bottom and dew on the top. And since there's dew on the bottom, dew on the top, therefore there has to be a tablecloth uh, underneath the challah and a tablecloth on top of the challah in order to... Com- the whole reason we have the Lecha Mishnah is to commemorate the uh, double portion of bread Hashem gave us. So therefore we also have um, a, a, a covering on the bottom of the tablecloth and we have a covering on the top Commemorate the do on the bottom and do on the top of, of, of the of the month. So those are the three reasons given. Again, reason number one to show that just now this is brought here in the honor of Shabbos. Reason number two in order not to embarrass the bread. And reason number three to commemorate the month that had do on the bottom, do on the top. So these reasons actually affect a lot of halachas. There are some scenarios where one of these reasons apply, two of these reasons apply. You have to know what's the what which reason is more important than the other reasons because um, in certain situations only one reason applies. For example, are you allowed to use a challah covering that is clear? A clear challah covering. The custom is we have a challah covering that's, that's uh, it says in some svarim, the Rashba says to use a white challah covering. The Al-Yurabba says the tablecloth should also be white. That's not after us mention this. Um, but what about because uh, it says the mun was white, therefore there, some people have the custom. But what happened to clear? A plastic cover, which is totally clear. So if the reason for the purpose of covering the chal is for the sake of showing that it's brought now, it's not accomplishing that, because you could see it before. If the purpose is so that to show, that not to embarrass the bread, it's still embarrassing the bread, you could see the bread. But if the purpose is only to commemorate the do on the bottom, do on the top, 
it is satisfying th- that purpose. So, so, so because of the other two reasons are important, therefore, you cannot use a clear, um, it's actually a Jewish custom uh, to use a darker color. That's most people use darker colors for their tablecloths, for their, uh, uh, it could be that's the reason why dark colors are used, because it has to, has to be covered. It's, it's not, the point is not to, it should be clear. No, it shouldn't be see-through. That's a lot. That, that has okay. to be. But but it could be. That's also why why we don't follow the custom of the Al-Yarabba to use a, a white tablecloth. On the contrary, it, the emphasis is that it shouldn't be seen. Not not. In other words, it could be. That's the, the reason for the custom. That's what Rabbi Ashkenazi said. Um, but you're right. It's achieved the same way whether it's white or it's not white. It's it's, it's, it's opaque. No, the Al-Yarabba. The Rashi says to use white, but we don't. So it could be the reason we don't is because. Because the point is either the point is not that, that what it looks like. The point is that it's it's dark and it's not seen. It's either way. It's some people using the black one. Okay. Um, it's uh, the, before the altar passed away. The altar's brother, the Mariel, said that the altar Rebbe retracted one of the halachas that he wrote in the Shulchan Aruch, and he followed another opinion. What was the other opinion? The halacha is in Shulchan Aruch, in order to do the mitzvah of Lechem Mishnah on Shabbos, you have to use Hametz, you cannot use Mazenis. But the Maril said that Rebbe retracted this, and he, and he maintained at the end of, end of his life, before he passed away, that you could make Hametz, you could be Yoytze Lechem Mishnah with Mazenis. How you use Lechem Mishnah with Mazenis? So you have to have, um, you have to have two Mazenis breads, two, two Mazenis breads, you're making Mazenis on the, on the Mazenis breads, and they're going to be your Lechem Mishnah. So if they are your Lecha Mishnah, do you have to cover them? So if, or let's say, let's say, you are planning to make Hamoitzi at home, you're not having Lecha, you're not having cake in Shul. Do you have to cover the cake? We asked before. So the question, so, so if you are being Yoytza Lecha Mishnah, this is your Lecha Mishnah for Shabbos, this is commemorating the month. So even if the reason is because of the do on the top, do on the bottom, you have to have the, uh, you, have to, you have to cover it. If it's because of, the, the reasons of to, to show you just came down honor of Shabbos also, but if you're if you are um, if you are planning to eat lechem mishnah at home and you're just having a cake and shul cookies and shul and your lechem mishnah is at home, so you don't have to cover the challah for the sake of commemorating the dew that was on top of the mun because it's not the commemoration of the mun. The lechem mishnah is you're going to have it at home. That's when you should cover, but not in, not in a shul. However, according to the first reason, the purpose of covering the challah is in order to show it's brought for the honor of, of Shabbos. If that's the reason, so then you most certainly should cover the mezainis because, uh, because you want to show that you're, you are, even though it's not the Lecha Mishnah, but it's the beginning of the, of the Shabbos meal. The halacha is that although you're, you're having your main meal at home, but when you, after you make Kiddush, you're beginning to have the, the, the Shabbos meal, and therefore it should be covered to show this was brought for the sake of the honor of Shabbos. The Kiddush Makam Suda is that you get to the Kiddush, and so it ha- there has to be uh, the Suda of Shabbos has to begin now. Yeah, this is the beginning of the Suda of Shabbos. And also embarrassing, you can't embarrass. But the question is what if there are multiple pieces of bread on the table? So if everyone has, like, there's a Sheva Brachas, and everybody has a Chal in front of them, they're doing Lecha Mishnah with the host. The host is, he has two big breads, 
he has these two by mitzvah chalas and these big chalas. He's making a and these two big chalas, and everyone has a piece of bread in front of them. Everyone has a little roll in front of them. Do they have to cover that or not? So, if the purpose of the bread in front of them is just for them to make hamotzi, and they're fulfilling lechem ishna with the host making hamotzi, so then. If the purpose of the covering is to commemorate the man, you don't need it. If the purpose is to show it's brought for the honor of Shabbos, you do need it. If the purpose is to sh- not to embarrass the bread, you also need it. Why? Even though you're not making Hamaitzi, you're not making Kiddush, but Shemei Ka'ina, the is, why you fulfill the mitzvah of Kiddush through someone else making Kiddush? Because when you hear someone making Kiddush, it's considered just like you make Kiddush. So the bottom line is, whatever you're going to eat at this meal, whether it's cake, whether it's challah, you have to cover the, what you're eating. You don't have to cover what someone else is eating. Why? I don't have to cover your cake that you're eating when I make a bracha gafen. Because I can make a bracha mazenus on your cake. It's your cake. So I'm not, embar- I'm not embarrassing the cake that you have by missing the bracha of agafen. I'm only embarrassing my cake. And therefore, when I make Kiddush, I have to cover whatever I'm going to eat during the meal. Whether it's cake, whether it's challah, whatever I'm going to eat during the meal, I have to cover that. So this will get us now to the answer to our other question, at what point do you uncover the challah? Do you uncover the challah right after Kiddush? Do you uncover the challah um, after you wash? Do you uncover the challah after Brach of In general, the Rebbe sometimes had under his um, challah deckel, under the, under the challah covering, the Rebbe had, sometimes the two challahs were in a nylon bag and a plastic bag, and the Rebbe would take them out and put them under the, um, under the challah deckel. It could be that uh, the Rebbe wanted to accomplish that it should be... Um, uh, there is a, a question of what of what exactly is a mitzvah lechem mishnah. There's a room, there, there is a big argument to say that the mitzvah lechem mishnah is to have a doubled bread. Not just to have two pieces of bread, a doubled bread. And what makes it a doubled bread? The fact you're holding it together. And what point you hold it together? You hold it together in the supermarket, you bought it in the Ralph, you hold it together? No, you hold it together when you make the bracha. The bracha se'achshave, the bracha that you said, makes it like it's one, and therefore, the, the, the Rebbe um, put, put the chalos under the uh, chalodekel, out of the thing, and it could be it was in order to achieve the do on the top and do on the bottom in the, in the, in the chalos. Um, oh, so, what did I say before I went into this tangent? I started to talk about... Oh, right, thank you very much. So, if the purpose of covering the challah is for the sake of showing that this is here for the sake of Shabbos, so then as soon as you finish the Kiddush, you can uncover it. Right? If the purpose is not to embarrass it, as soon as you say, Agafen, before you even finish Kiddush, you can uncover it. But if the purpose is to show this doing the top, doing the bottom, so then you should keep it covered until you finish the Baruch Samaitzi. However, the Alter Rebbe says. You could hold on. It's possible to hold on. It's possible. I don't know what the Rebbe did. However, the Alter Rebbe clearly says, Alter Rebbe says clearly, that you remove the cover of the challah after Kiddush. 
Is it clear? So, but what about the doing the top, doing the bottom? Most people don't seem to do that. Keep it, keep it covered. Keep it covered and put their hand under, under, under the, the That's what you say your father doing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's all, okay. So, so, so according to the, this, the, the, so the Alder clearly says you're allowed, you remove it after Kiddush, but it could be that the Alder Rebbe is saying this as far as, the, because the halachic obligation, the Alder Rebbe mentions the three reasons. But the reason of the embarrassing the bread, he doesn't mention the context of Kiddush, mentions the context of Avdallah. The reason of the do on the top, do on the bottom, he mentions that, also in the context of why there should be a tablecloth. The reason, but the main reason according to Alter Rebbe is in order to show that it was brought in honor of Shabbos. And since that was the main reason, so therefore according to Alter Rebbe, it's sufficient to cover it during Kiddush. After Kiddush, you could already uncover it. Um, but, because that's the halachic uh, uh, motivating factor. But uh, I don't know what the, what the actual custom is. If you say that's the custom of uh, you saw it by your parents, so then that's, that's a good enough, that's a, that's a pretty strong thing. Um, but I don't know the official uh, official minuk. It seems like with the Rebbe, I said before, no, the Rebbe put the chals underneath it. Could be the Rebbe held by Hametzi also. Sorry. Any questions, comments? I think that this father so will the, take the covering over there for all the chalas together. Take off the covering to help lift it up. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So if you have like a... Um, like a shiver, you see? Yeah. So everybody has one? Yeah. Or two? Let's say they, they, they could be here to Lacham Mishnah by the host saying Lacham Mishnah. By the host. You don't know what so there's Lacham Mishnah. So Altabah says in two places about um, being here to Lacham Mishnah. In one place, the Altabah says, what connects you to his Lacham Mishnah? So the Altabah talks about this in laws of Pesach. And the Altar talks about the laws of Kiddush. Regarding the laws of Pesach, the Altar Rebbe says that you don't have to give out from your matzah to your family. Why? Because they fulfill the obligation of Lacham Mishnah because they are Yoitze, the bracha of Amaitzi, with your bracha. Since your bracha is for them, they answer Amit to your bracha, they're connected to your Lacham Mishnah through saying Amit. The problem with that explanation, that's Altar Rebbe says there. However, we don't, we don't do that. The Rebbe said that in order there shouldn't be interruption between the bracha of Hametzi and Hametzi, everyone should say their own bracha of Hametzi. And so therefore the bracha that was done by the... In general. In general, the whole year it shouldn't be it's Hametzi from the one who's making the bracha. You should make your own bracha of Hametzi. So then what connects you to his Lacha Mishnah? So there's another... I think another another part of Shachan Arach, in Rishan Gimel, Tafayin Gimel is where Altabit talks about the laws of Pesach. I think Rishan Gimel Altabit says that if you hear the person say the bracha and you eat from his challah, it's considered like your Lacha Mishnah. So he says two things. Not that you're Yitzif from the, the bracha. You heard the bracha. And it could be the fact he said the bracha while he's holding the challah and that's how he makes the challah into a Lacha Mishnah. And you heard the bracha then when it establishes Lacha Mishnah. And you ate from that challah so then, with both those conditions, you can be considered part of his Lacha Mishnah. But what if you don't eat anything from his Chala, and you weren't yet to the Bracha, so then you, it would seem you have to have your own Chala. There is something that brings about just the fact that, that, that there was Chala on the table, Lacha Mishnah was done on this table, that already is, 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 is uh, sufficient for the whole table. If someone comes later to Kiddush and there was Chala that was served the table before, um, I don't know if that's the conclusion, but I remember such an opinion that just because there was a Lechem Mishnah at this table at one point, 
then even though somebody comes there later, Lechem Mishnah was accomplished. But the language of Rebbe sounds like you have to be, your Yoytze from him, everyone's a, a personal obligation to have Lechem Mishnah, and you have to be Yoytze from someone's Lechem Mishnah. Um, okay, so getting back to... Put their hands on. Okay, so so it, you shouldn't, you could put your hand on the guy's challah, nothing wrong with that, but, um, never forget, I was by this, by this meal, and I always know about how you, the Rebbe says you shouldn't say bracha meitzi earlier until you get it. So there's a guy, he put his hand in the challah, so I thought he was going to say ameitzi. Um, so I told him afterwards, you know, you, don't say a you shouldn't say ameitzi then because, because the Rebbe says make ameitzi by yourself. He says, you think I'm a guy? <laughs> I put my hand there, but I didn't say the bracha ameitzi. What do you think I'm... So it could be this idea of putting your hand there, I don't know. Um, that's what this guy thought, I don't know. But the pastors, on a simple level, you are you are fulfilling lechemisha through his bracha, even though you're not being yitz his bracha, and because uh, you're eating from the same challah. If or if you're not eating from the same challah, so then so then. Assuming there's no Indian doing this. As far as I know. So like, on Shabbos, you have to cut the lechemisha and give it to the people. Or? Yeah. 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 So the, the best person, would be is if you have lechemisha. Right. The or or you give them from your lechemisha. But which one? You're holding two. Uh, if you hold two, give any of those two to anyone by the table. Anyone. There's an argument of Zayr of Huna if they cut both challahs or cut one challah, but 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 they're both lacha mishnah. Yeah. So 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 they, they if they have from that challah they yitzel lacha mishnah. We had a question before. So yeah, but shav brachas. So everyone could have their own challah. They could be yitzel from the uh, um, the 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 fact that the host made lacha mishnah. They heard this bracha okay. and they eat from that challah and they eat from their own challah also. But what are you supposed to cover? That's the main focus today. What you're, supposed to, you're supposed to cover whatever you eat by the table. And whatever you, must, you eat. Should eat from both halal? No. No. It's enough Yeah. Yeah. By the way, when Ben Ishai said, when you cut the, we cut the bread all the way until the end. Yeah. Ben Ishai said, you don't cut it all the way. You cut it some and then you separate it from the halal. Interesting. Then you cut it. Because it's like botzea. 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 The Alt Rebbe says you shouldn't cut the challah. Um, you make a sign for it. No? But you shouldn't cut into it. Why shouldn't you cut into it? It's, it's, it's something which is pertinent to other halachas. People always wondering what's considered a lecha mishnah. What consider, when is it whole? When is it not whole? It's missing a crumb. It's missing this. It's a matzah. The matzah has a hole in it. At what point is it considered a one hole? It's whole, not a hole. So Alt Rebbe says an interesting thing. Alt Rebbe says, why don't we cut the, into the challah? You don't cut into the challah. Usually you're supposed to cut into the challah. Why are you supposed to cut into the challah? Because you want the bracha to be as close as possible to the eating. And therefore you start cutting when you make the bracha. How? But here, since we're afraid you might cut in so much that you separate it and therefore won't be shalling, what's the definition of not being whole? That if you pick up one side, the other side will fall. If, it, if, it's, if, it's, so far, if it's so detached... So you might cut in so we're afraid you might cut in, cut in so much that it'll be so detached that if you pick up one side the other side will fall and therefore we don't we tell you not to cut in at all so that it shouldn't be so deep so that so that it will be so so that it's potentially separate just by the slightest thing um, by, by by picking up one side that also tells you Allah has about matzah what point is it a whole matzah whatever goes up with that matzah is 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 it's a whole matzah if it goes up with the same matzah. You cut it just to Something with separation, maybe, I don't know. In order that shouldn't be... You don't have to cut in the same place. You don't have to cut in the same place. No? No. All right. You don't have to cut in the same place. No? No. You have to say the mantis very carefully. You don't have to cut in the same place.